grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We're continuing our walk through the Gospel of John, and we're here in the beginning of John chapter 19. Um, but the, the truth is that we should have began a few verses earlier. Uh, we believe the Bible is the entire, entire inspired Word of God. But the chapter divisions came later. So it's not like God, John was watch, writing his gospel and said, oh, here's a good time for a break. Chapter 19, right? Didn't do that. That was added to the Bible later. And so we should have started a few verses later because we have another character in this story that we need to hear from. It says this in chapter 18. Pilate said, you are a king then. And Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. With this, he went out again to the Jews gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him. But it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. So as we hear the text that Jan read for us, we, we hear of a couple different parties. We hear from Jesus, we hear from Pilate, and we hear from the crowd. But there's a fourth person on stage, and that person is Barabbas. John doesn't tell us much about Barabbas, but the Gospel of Mark does. And Mark tells us that Barabbas was a murderer. It's a killer. And so on this uh, Gospel reading from John, we have this unusual competition taking place here. We have Pilate who's supposed to find someone who is innocent. And he's got two choices. On one hand, he has Jesus, the perfect, holy Son of God. And on, on the other hand, he's got Barabbas. It's a murderer. This is the most lopsided competition and contest in the history of competitions, right? I mean, this should be the easiest call of all time. If this were a beauty pageant, it'd be Christy Brinkley versus Marty Feldman. All right? If this were Jeopardy, it'd be Albert Einstein versus Beavis and Butthead. There is no contest here. This is the easiest call to make ever. And Pilate blows it. Absolutely blows it. He doesn't make the right call, but rather he makes the politically easy call. <coughs> he saves his own hide and sacrifices Jesus. Because it's the easy thing to do. I mean, look at, the, the, look at it. Jesus healed and Barabbas maimed. And Jesus forgave and Barabbas got revenge. And Jesus raised people from the dead, and Barabbas sent them to the grave. There's no contest. And Pilate, Pilate blows it. He sets Barabbas free. And Jesus dies. 
This is the last we hear of Barabbas. Barabbas never appears in the Gospels ever again. But would it be great? Would it be great if Barabbas, freed from his chains, takes those shackles and walks to the cross where Jesus is being crucified for him and says, Jesus, thank you. Wouldn't that have been great? That's how the story should go, right? If someone gives their life for you, you say thanks. But the Gospels never record this ever happening. And so we have to assume it never did. Because if there was any indication of repentance or thanks, we would have heard about it in the Gospels. They would have recorded that because that would have been huge. But it never happens. And it's not like we don't have an instance of something like this happening to Jesus. We read in the Gospels that when Jesus is carrying his cross through the city of Jerusalem, that he stumbles over and over again from shock and loss of blood. And so the Roman soldiers, they grab someone from the crowd and order that guy to carry Jesus' cross. The Gospels name that guy. His name is Simon of Cyrene. Mark gives the added details that he was a father of Rufus and Alexander. It seems that Rufus and Alexander were fairly well known in the early Christian church, which is why Mark names them. So it seems that Simon of Cyrene, some random guy from the crowd, gets pulled to carry Jesus' cross, and he tells his boys about it, and his boys become leaders in the early Christian church. We hear nothing about this like Barabbas. Barabbas. He should have been that one. Barabbas should have been a leader in the early Christian church. He was well known in Jerusalem. He should have responded. And there's nothing. Barabbas doesn't even say thank you. As far as we know, Barabbas gets those chains taken off his wrists and his ankles. He looks at Jesus and thinks to himself, better you than me. See you later, sucker. And he walks off the stage of history. It's wrong. It's wrong. It shouldn't be like that. I mean, some of you get mad if you don't get a thank you for a Christmas present you give. Right? You send a Christmas present, and you're waiting for the thank you call, or maybe the thank you text, and it doesn't come. You're thinking, well, maybe I sent it through Amazon, and the package got stolen. Maybe that's it. Maybe uh, they said thank you to my spouse, but she didn't tell me. And so, and you start making up excuses, because at least you say thank you for a Christmas present. That you're supposed to do it. Barabbas? Nothing. Jesus dies in his place and he walks away. 
And as I'm reading the text for the week, getting ready for the sermon, I'm, I'm reading it going, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Jesus, you set Barabbas free, and he does nothing for you. Nothing. Not even a word of thank you. Nothing at all. He should have been at the cross. He should have been one of the leaders in the early Christian church in Jerusalem. He should have been. And he wasn't. As I'm thinking about this, I'm reading the text for this weekend, it was almost as if I, I didn't hear Jesus' voice, but it was almost as I did through the word. And I heard Jesus say, I love Barabbas. I love Barabbas. I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Barabbas? He didn't even say thank you. And Jesus said, I know, but I still love Barabbas. It makes no sense. The innocent man dies for the murderer. But Jesus knew Jesus knew the Father was going to treat him like Barabbas so that the Father could treat Barabbas like Jesus. Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians 5. He said, God made Jesus who had no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. It is an absolute senseless act of grace. Do you remember the movie Saving Private Ryan? If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's rated R, so it's a little violent and bloody, but it's a great movie. At the end of the... Boy, okay, if you're going to see it, close your ears. I'm going to tell you how it ends, all right? So at the end of the movie... It's been on video for years, all right? It's your fault. So at the end of the movie, Tom Hanks' character, uh, he's leading this platoon. They're going to save Private Ryan, who's being played by Matt Damon. Can you imagine all the money you've spent to save Matt Damon? Saving Private Ryan. Uh, what's the space one? Golly, we, we spend a lot of money to save Matt Damon. Anyway. So, Saving Private Ryan's platoon, they're going to re rescue Private Ryan. They're going to save him, and they do. They, they accomplish the mission. But in the process, Tom Hanks' character gets shot. And he's dying. And he looks, and he's holding Matt Damon's character's hand in his hand. And he says, earn this. Earn this. And we want Jesus to do the same thing to Barabbas. We want Jesus to be on that post with his hands tied up while they're ripping him and beating him and spitting on him. And we want him to look with Barabbas with love in his eyes and say, Earn this. And he doesn't. He never does. What Jesus does for Barabbas, there's no conditions. There's no promise of better behavior. There's no promise for Barabbas to be a changed man after this. There's nothing. And I would have written it differently. But the truth is this. Jesus does it because he loves Barabbas.
Some of you are mad right now. Some of you are thinking, it's not right. Some of you are thinking the way I thought when I read the text and said it should be different. It should be different. Barabbas should have done something and anything to thank Jesus. Some of you are like one of our sixth graders who went and saw the thorn this past Friday. We took the middle schoolers to see the thorn in Denver area. And the thorn is a, a passion play, and they depict the, the beating of Jesus in a very realistic way. They have Jesus wearing a gel suit, and there's like a blood on it. And when they hit Jesus, you can actually see the blood coming off the suit. It's very, very dramatic. It's very powerful. We were in the third row. And I asked one of our sixth graders, I said, what do you think of the play? And he said, God bless him, he said, I wanted to get up there and tackle that soldier and kick him in the head. And I said, well, looks like you're sitting in the 30th row next year. <laughs> and you didn't do that. We, we want justice. We want things right. We want to make things right. We want to earn it. The way it should be, right? Jesus loved Barabbas. And here's the gospel. Jesus loves you too. And some of you don't fully believe that. In fact, I would say all of us don't fully believe it. Because we say in our hearts, we say, of course, Jesus loves me. For God so loved the world, that gave his only one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Amen. But some of you, you're still carrying those chains around. The Son has set you free, and you are free indeed, and you're like, I'm just going to carry this thing around because I feel like I have to have to earn this. And so you carry around the guilt of what you've done. And God's forgiven you, and you're like, thank you, Jesus, but I'm going to earn this. And I'm going to carry this. You carry the, the guilt, the shame of, of broken relationships, failed parenting techniques, failed relationships, failed businesses, Things that you said that you shouldn't have said. Even worse, sometimes things that people have said to you. You carry the shame of a sexual abuse. You carry the shame of verbal abuse. People, stuff that people have done to you. You carry the burden of people, someone, someone saying to you, you're no good and you never will be. And you carry it. The chains on your ankles and on your wrists. And you say to yourself, yes, yes, I know Jesus loves me. But. Friends. Jesus loved Barabbas. He can certainly love you. Jesus forgave Barabbas. He can certainly forgive you. If Jesus gives to Barabbas completely and unconditionally, he'll certainly do the same for you. 
gospel is this. Jesus Christ died and rose for you. As Jesus said, if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. You are free indeed. The gospel is not Jesus on the cross, nailed there, looking down, saying, earn this. The gospel is Jesus Christ hanging on the cross and walking away from an empty tomb saying, I did this for you. And there's a part of you that will say, oh, thanks Jesus, but I'm going to earn this. I'm going to shake off my own guilt. I'm going to work away my own shame. I'm going to think positive thoughts. I'm going to do good things. I'm going to make up for this. And we're like dogs chasing our own tails. We look really busy, but we're not getting very far. And Jesus says, I did it for you. I did it for you. I did it so that you could look death in the eye and say, I have no fear. I did it so that you could look at the past and say, I have no shame. I did it so you could look at your present and say, I have no guilt. Jesus Christ died and rose for me. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we, um, we like to write our own endings. It would have been great if Barabbas came back and said, thanks, Lord. That's how it should have happened, but it didn't. Lord, we, we like to set up our relationship with you as, as we prefer it to be. We'd like to say, Lord God, you died for me. You forgive me freely. And uh, this is what I've done to play my part. But Lord God, we, we can never do it. We can't atone long enough for guilt. Lord, we can't. We can't shake off that shame of what someone else has done to us when it wasn't even our fault at all. God, you can. Jesus, you are enough. You are enough. You are sufficient. So, Lord, we pray this day we might lay those chains down. And that this time, Lord, we leave them there. So many times we go back and pick them up. Lord, we pray we might leave them there. Because he loved Barabbas. He loved me. Love us. We love each and every person here. Thank you, Jesus.